Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Developers move to change the economics of the Ethereum blockchain. Good evening, I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this is Late Confirmation from Coindesk, bringing you the top stories from August 31st, 2018. Messaging giant Line is launching its own cryptocurrency. And Rocketon is about to buy a Bitcoin exchange for $2.4 million. Finally, we'll finish up the podcast today by speaking with Coindesk reporter Brady Dale about a decision by Coinbase to remove the crypto collectible game War Riders from its app. But first, a word from our sponsor, Said Business School, University of Oxford. You can now study blockchain entirely online with Oxford University's Said Business School. Find out more about the six-week online program that gives you a fundamental understanding of blockchain and its implications and effects on your business strategy by visiting OxfordExecBlockchain.com. A group of Ethereum core developers have agreed on a proposal to reduce the amount of Ether issued with new blocks. The amount, if the proposal is approved, will drop from 3 ETH to 2 ETH per block. The decision was made during a video call on Friday, another step to sort out proposals for the upcoming upgrade known as Constantinople. On that call, developers also decided to delay the difficulty bomb by 12 months. The question of Ether issuance has been one of the most contentious, as the decision must satisfy different interest groups, and that ranges from miners to investors to ordinary users. Another important decision, whether to restrict the use of specialized mining equipment, has yet to be made. The Ethereum community is preparing for its next implementation called Constantinople, which should go live in October. And this upgrade is intended to improve Ethereum's scalability and performance, as Coindesk has previously reported. Messaging giant Line launched its mainnet, or live blockchain, last week. On Friday, the company announced that its Genesis block had been produced on August 23rd. Line is going to issue 1 billion of the network's link tokens, 800 million of which will be distributed to public users and the rest will be held as a reserve. Unlike many other startups that have entered the blockchain space recently, Line decided to go without an ICO. Link tokens will serve as an incentive for users who participate in Line's decentralized applications or dApps that are built on top of the link chain network. Also, the token will be added to Line's newly launched cryptocurrency exchange called Bitbox. 
The tokens can be used as a payment means within the Line ecosystem. With the launch of the mainnet, Line has become one of the first publicly traded companies to have a proprietary blockchain with its own cryptocurrency. Japanese e-commerce giant Rakuten is buying 100% of the cryptocurrency exchange called Everybody's Bitcoin. The deal will cost the firm 265 million yen, or $2.4 million, and it'll go through in, on October 1st. Everybody's Bitcoin was launched in March 2017. It's one of the few unlicensed crypto exchanges in Japan. In January, after another Japanese exchange, CoinCheck, was hacked, Everybody's Bitcoin came under scrutiny from Japan's financial services agency. Now, Rakuten is going to help the exchange improve its systems to meet with the regulator's requirements and obtain a license. Also, Rakuten announced a plan to launch its own cryptocurrency soon. The most important conference in crypto comes to Asia this fall. Coindesk Consensus Conference lands in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Join more than 75 speakers and 50 sponsors for two days of powerful insights, industry announcements, and cross-industry networking opportunities. It's all happening in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Register today at coindesk.com events. And now we've got Coindesk reporter Brady Dale here to speak about the crypto collectible game War Riders. So it seems Apple told Coinbase to take War Riders off their iOS app. There's quite a backstory there. So tell us about that. Sure. So uh, thanks, Bailey. Um, so, yeah, this story started uh, when a company, OpenSea, which is kind of an eBay for crypto collectibles or non-fungible tokens or NFTs, as they're, as they're called here in crypto, uh, when they reached out to us about this game, War Riders, which has this unique model, um, it's not—it's free to play, sort of, but you've got to have one of these vehicles, which are represented by an NFT, mm -hmm. uh, to get into at least one to get into the game and play. And so uh, OpenSea was like, this game's moving along really well. It's getting added to various platforms, most notably um, Coinbase Wallet already had it as a featured DAP, but they were going to like start making it so that their crypto collectibles could be seen natively in the DAP if a person bought some. So they were like, this is cool. And so we were like, oh, interesting. Um, you know, things Coinbase do does is important. So we started looking into it. But it didn't at first seem – it seemed like it wasn't that big of a deal what was happening with Coinbase. So we we at first were like, well, we're just going to wait and see. This is an interesting company. Their model is interesting, but they'll probably be a more important piece of news later. And so we were just going to hold off on it. Uh, but then there was there was quickly a, a bigger piece of news that happened almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And that was just that Coinbase said that they were asked to take War Riders off? Yeah. So uh, so on uh, Monday, War Riders got this uh, elevated status where they where their NFTs would start showing up in the Coinbase wallet mm -hmm. app. And uh, and then sometime later that night, a Coinbase staffer came back to War Writers and said, oh, actually, we're going to have to take you out of the app entirely um, because Apple is saying we can't offer things that have that, that sell digital goods. Uh, and so uh, and so then I think it was Tuesday, uh, War Writers was entirely out. So previously, if you search for War Writers, um, it would it would pop right up in the Coinbase wallet, like you could find it there. And so that was gone. So that feature was gone. If you look for it now in the iOS version, it won't come up. And uh, 
if and then also that that new NFT section was gone too. So it was just basically completely it was completely out of the of the app, which was obviously you know too bad for War Riders is a is a real setback for them. They, they are still in the Android app, um, but uh, we're you know we're told, but. Uh, but they're out of the iOS app, which is a big deal because you know on I- iOS is the iOS users are the are the mobile users who spend the most money, even if there's not as many of them as there are Android users. Okay, and has Coinbase or Apple gotten back to us? Do we know like sort of what their higher level thoughts are about this? We don't really know. Um, neither. So we we reached out to them I think three times each, and uh, Coinbase was like, "We'll let you know if we have a comment," and then they never had a comment. And Apple, sort of kind of typically of Apple, just never even acknowledged our messages. And uh, But what we did learn, there's another company, uh, Trust Wallet, and their CEO had had the same experience. So they confirmed it, and they had a little bit of a better picture. They pointed to um, – the, the wording's really weird. If you look at the terms of conditions for the iOS store, it doesn't really speak to digital goods anywhere. But they did point to one section that kind – like it was – I think it was their uh, sort of – sale of items section or something like that that sort of speaks to something relevant. And so that's what Trust Wallet said. Apple points out to them when they have an, a, a disagreement like this. Gotcha. And so what does this mean for the broader non-fungible tokens or NFT environment? Yeah. So I think it's uh, – I think – that community, if they want to, you know, move their product through mobile, which who doesn't want to move things through mobile, they, they need to keep pressuring uh, Apple, you know, much like podcasters pressured Apple to get more data about how people were listening to podcasts. And eventually Apple listened because, you know, like I said, everyone, it's well known that Apple users are the ones who actually spend money in apps and Android users just don't spend nearly as much money. And obviously, NFTs are a thing that you purchase. So if people want them to be purchased, they need to be able to get in front of Apple users. So they need to find some way to work with Apple to make that possible, or the purchases will have to be strictly on Android, which isn't too great, uh, or just you know on the internet, on on the open web, which is fine, but uh, it, it just limits it limits your audience for this you know important new section of the of the crypto economy. Cool. Thanks very much, Brady. Yep. Thanks, Bailey. Late confirmation is brought to you by the Said Business School at Oxford University. Master Blockchain Strategy online with the six-week Oxford Blockchain Strategy program. The program gives you a foundational understanding of the core concepts of blockchain. You'll gain insights into how it will affect the future of your industry and organization, drawing on expert opinions and multiple blockchain use cases, allowing you to develop a strategic roadmap to incorporate blockchain into your business. Find out more at OxfordExecBlockchain.com. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out Coindesk.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at Coindesk. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this has been Late Confirmation. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.